This is Folk and Acoustic Music. My name is Michael Stock, and Bobby Ingram is in the studio. Congratulations on Postcards from Coconut Grove, a new CD from Bobby Ingram. Very exciting. Thank you, Michael. I wanted to call it Formerly Famous, but they were they didn't like that. Who are they? They they know who they are. <laughs> they know who they are. Formerly famous. You weren't formerly. Were you famous? Never. <laughs> you were never. How about never I famous? I eluded it. <laughs> you eluded, eluded it famous. forever, yes. Uh, so with this, well, I guess you have a CD now, so you're going for that golden ring. Uh, well, maybe not golden. Uh, the uh, bronze ring. Platinum. <laughs> what comes after platinum, you know? Well, what what, what is it? You're... You've more or less retired. You used to do sound and work in stage and theater, uh, 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 but now you have an album out. So, yeah, that's the bad news. Bad news. I have to go back and I have to work now. Now you have and to I, work. Now I have to work. Again. Well, the, so the fun was the fun part making the album. Uh, there was times when it was fun. Yeah, um, there was times when it's just it's 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 tedious. You know, it's 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 it's, it's work. Yeah. Okay. Um, but. You know, we had we had Pro Tools. So you see, in the olden days, we used to make records on tape, and you might take two or three months to make an album. Uh, now you make it on Pro Tools, and it takes a year because Pro Tools is faster. <laughs> it takes a year, huh? Yeah. Uh, so this was your first album in in thirty years. You have other recordings that you've made them, but nothing live official. stuff. Yeah, yeah, gigs here and there. So this is uh, your first official album called Postcards from Coconut Grove. What was your? How did you choose the songs? Uh, from memory. So there were songs you were familiar with? Well, or? what happened was this. Give me a, give you some overview. We had the Flick reunion at the Flick Coffee House a few years back. Right. The Flick, of course, is and a coffee house all, in the, the 60s. All the ensemble players that used to be in that in that group of players. And uh, um, there were people like uh, Joni Mitchell passed through there and, and, uh, and Jose Feliciano and all of the folks, Johnny Sebastian, Fred Neal, myself, Michael Smith. And uh, uh, hosting it and was... hosting it was Gabe Kaplan, Kaplan, who was a comic who got famous from uh, a TV show, which John's... Cotter. Welcome back, Welcome Cotter. back, Cotter. And John Sebastian, blessedly, had the theme music for it, you mm -hmm, know. Mm -hmm. So everybody did well. But uh, Gabe called me, oh, gosh, it's got to be four years ago, four or five years ago, um, about doing this event. And we started looking for venues and started trying to round up some of the old players. And... Uh, it turned out that some of the ones that we really wanted to get a hold of, like Steve Goodman, was had passed away. Um, Gamble Rogers had passed away. Liz Corrigan had passed away. Um, and so we kind of... Well, you shouldn't wait 50 years for a reunion there, Bobby. Well, you do it in round numbers, you know, so <laughs> you, you just have to wait until you get to the next bunch of zeros, you know. So that's how we're going to do it again in 50 years. <laughs> um, I'm not optimistic, you know. But, but I, I was one, one of the four shows that were sold out at uh, at what's now the Titanic, which yeah. used to be the flick. Yeah. So that was an incredible stroke of luck that you were in the same venue that you had 50 years ago. Well, yeah, and that was Gabe's doing. He he, he sought out Kevin, the, uh, the owner, and... Uh, and uh, and, and got a date, and then he called me back, and he says, okay, now we're actually going to do it. Now, uh, this is a long way around. How we, how, well, how some album. people that came down with Alana, Alana Amram came down with Vince Martin, and Alana had done a tribute album to Vince on this little label uh, called Kingswood out of either Ohio or, Bo or Boston. I've talked to two pieces, two places, but I don't really, I, don't th I imagine there's a Kingswood building someplace in downtown Boston, but whatever. Um, and she was on the label, and some of those people from the label came down. 
and approached me and said, would you like to do a record? And I said, everybody wants to do a record. They already, they heard you play. Heard me play with Kevin. Kevin and Brynn and I were playing at the show. We were doing, I mean, we do it a lot, you know, and so we're tight, and we played. And, uh, and they liked what they heard, and I said, well, you know, I'm not a heavy writer, you know, I write, but I like to do songs that my friends have written, and kind of, you know, so that was kind of the, the core of the whole idea was to, to play, pay tribute to guys like Freddie Neal and Mike Smith and writers that I happen to admire, you know. Um, right, that you write, that you admire and know, that you're friends yeah, with. Yeah, well, I don't know Mark Knopfler, but I'm getting to it. Okay. I'm getting to it. Um, but so we had a good time, and Kevin and Brynn, we all worked, and uh, Mark Weber, who is a, an old friend of mine, dear friend for f over 40 years, and did all these audio projects with us. He got me in the business years ago at Sunrise Theater. Oh, okay. And he is the audio guy on the Bloodline series in the Keys. And uh, he took some time off and was is is the producer of record on this on this on this project. So Mark Weber, a nod to Mark who did this record. Mark is a, couldn't have done it without Mark. He's a great engineer, and he's a, he's a wonderful engineer, an old friend. Uh, so we went through it, and we, you know, we, and then Tony Tahon, who was an engineer up in Broward, who had the gear in the studio. Uh, when we started to do this one song, we we wanted to do. A kind of a nod, you know, to the Latin culture in Miami. I mean, we've lived through, uh, and that's why I did Coconut Grow the way I did when I when it was written by John Sebastian. Miami was kind of in through. Wait, wait, back up. Yeah, you, are you introducing a song now? What do you do? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm being interviewed <laughs> by you. You're supposed to control this thing. I'm not supposed to be. Just All right, back up, back up. Okay. Uh, Bobby Ingram is in the studio. Rambling Bob Ingram. And uh, your new CD is called Postcards from Coconut Grove. Come on, this must be thrilling. You must be proud of this. You must be happy that this is going on. <laughs> You're smiling. Look yeah, at this. Of course I'm happy, man. Bobby. We're having a party on Tuesday night at the Sailing Club. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. It'll be a try. I, I hope. I hope it stays, you know, because it's so close to Halloween. You know how it gets in Coconut Grove on Halloween. <laughs> you know, everything comes Well, out, you've, you you've know. been championing Coconut Grove, well, for 50 years now. You're well, the that's one. That's my zip code. Yeah. You're, you're the one it. who started, not started, but certainly was involved in the folk scene there 50 years ago. Well, I was a part owner of the first coffee house. And one time when we had the gaslight, somebody said, we got to do a, a benefit concert. What are we going to call it? And I said, Save the Grove. And I said, from what? It's only 1965. Uh, and they said, I don't know, but something terrible is coming. <laughs> and damn it, they weren't right, you know. Well, so you've been you've been very active in the Grove scene. Also with, I mean, you could drop names. The, uh, I'm a local Luddite, yeah. Uh, does, uh, who's, who's the dolphin fellow again? My name is Fred Neal? Not Fred Neal. Rick O'Barry. Rick O'Barry. Just jumped out of an airplane. Why did he do that he for? He did that for, to save the dolphins. I don't get the connection yet. But <laughs> he sent me an email the other day that he and some girl, and I think he's in Denmark, he still lives in Coconut Grove. Yeah, he's in South Miami. He's got a okay. place in South Miami. Okay. You can tell the house. It's lavender and pink and blue and green. It has dolphins on the walls outside. Outside, yeah. You can start to well, miss Rick's house. I'll tell you what, before time gets uh, away from us, I'm going to play a couple songs from your new CD. Please and and uh, songs that, as you say, you've been singing for years. Uh, but Coconut Grove, who wrote? Did you write Coconut Grove? No, no, no. I just interpreted it. Who, who wrote John Coconut? Sebastian John, and, you're, his, you're, and okay. his brother and his brother Mark? John and, was in the Loving Spoonful, played harmonica with Fred Neal on Fred's early records on Electra. So, so why did John Sebastian write Coconut Grove? Because he was staying in Vince Martin's cottage on Aviation Avenue, and it was quite a tranquilo place in 1965. 
Okay. It was very tranquilo. And in this version, you said you were leading up to it, you were doing well, a Latin we were, version? Yeah, well, we, well we, we, I, as I was saying, I'm, I'm trying to be ironic in a very hip way. I'm <laughs> failing miserably here, but what I was trying to say was in, when I came to Coconut Grove, I'm making a metaphor now, uh, it was kind of in three, four time. It was kind of, and everybody was on their bicycles. And it's changed now. It's a little more congas and marimbas and timbales and. I got gotcha. trombones and stuff like that going on. So this and is, I love it. Don't so, get me wrong. So I this love is it. your updated version of John Sebastian. Cuban. In my heart of hearts, I am absolutely a closet Cuban, and I'm <laughs> going down here as soon as I can find a sailboat ride. So this is Coconut Grove from your new CD featuring featuring you, Bobby Ingram, Kevin Post- Early, Tommy Hall, uh, Ranzis Colonna. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, it's on the record. Okay, let's listen to Coconut Grove. Here's Bo- Bobby Ingram. Nothing matters No mad, mad world No mad hatters Nobody's pitching Ain't no batters down in In Coconut Grove In Coconut Grove Don't bother the door There's no one coming The ocean roar Will do the drumming Of any city thoughts Or city ways
Coconut Grove. That's Bobby Ingram. Bobby, that's uh, that's that's an interesting version of Coconut Grove. Out of the closet and onto A Street. Out of the closet onto A Street. We're gonna tell you. Ooh, let me make sure I got the right mic here. Say that again. What? Out yeah. of the closet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Giving me a hard time. I know it's just kind of a send up. You know, it's fun. Now, all those musicians are they local? Yeah, I met a lot of them through Tony, the engineer, Manuel, the piano player, Ranzis, bass player. Um, Yvonne, another drummer, um, and then Kevin Hurley's playing acoustic guitar. Tommy Hall from Mr. Nice Guy is playing that. He had a Santana button on his Stratocaster. That's how he got that sound. That's uh, and uh, uh, um, a guy named from Crosby, Stills and Nash, one of those initials C Crosby. David Crosby. He was <laughs> singing some harmonies with me on that because okay. he's a great devotee of Latin music. But did you? Uh, has John Sebastian heard this version? I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting, you know, kind of hoping for the best. I don't know if John's heard it or not. I, I think Mark has. I don't, I don't know. I hope, John, if you're out there, I couldn't help myself. Well, uh, Bobby Ingram is here in the studio, and his new album is called Postcards from Coconut Grove. So that song is perfect, actually, for the album. And uh, so what happens now that you made the album? Is it uh, you, you start touring with it? I'm going to start with like an around-the-block tour, <laughs> and then I'm going to branch out and maybe go as far as Broward, you know. And if I don't get a nosebleed when I get to Broward County, maybe I'll try to get to a little further up the road. Actually, I've been playing some little gigs around. and uh, That's not your intention, though, to tour, obviously. Well, yeah, that's not I, your... you know, I, I, go down, I, I went down to Ambergris K last year. Jerry Jeff Walker has a has a has a, f a scene going down there, and they call it Camp Belize. And there's this wonderful, wonderful bunch of people from all over the Southwest go down to Ambergris. Cowboy boots and bathing suits. Uh, is this called Jerry calls it. Hamburgers? You know, hamburgers? Ambergris, like whales, whale vomit. Um, okay, and yeah, that's Jerry Depp has a party there. Yeah, okay. and he has a party, and it's a party, believe me. Um, it's just, you know. It's, he's, he's getting old. He's still partying. So am I. <laughs> Okay. Trying to stay vertical and self-propelled. I mean, it's a mission, you know, all by itself. That's the mission. Well, this, the album has been out now for a few months. Has anything uh, unexpected come your way because of the album? Well, a couple of people from some old credit cards <laughs> called, but other than, no. <laughs> other than that, no, no, it is. It's it's it came out on, on allegedly it came out on the eighth of October. On the ninth of October, Amazon said they were out of stock. They probably only ordered five copies. Who knows? But but it, it was, and everybody went nuts. Oh, your record's out of stock. It's selling like mad. I said, I'm, I'm going to stay optimistic, uh, pessimistic, and see what <laughs> you know until I get the voucher. Well, know. Doug, I, earlier I was talking to Doug Adams, and he mentioned that his songs were top of the uh, the charts. I'd rather be sold out than be top of the charts. <laughs> I, I'd like to know where those charts are because I want to. <laughs> but uh, do you, well, you consider yourself a folky. Well, I started as a folky. But, and do you consider this a folk album? No, I wouldn't say that. I just, I just think it's, it's what we used to call, when we used, to, we all played these gigs on the bay for years at Monty's and at Scotty's Landing and up and and on the intercoastal up in Broward, and, and uh, it was once defined as dock rock, you know. We were. I'll tell you a funny thing. I recorded, and I can't even explain how it came about. Well, I can in a way. We have a little ukulele club, and we were learning somewhere over the rainbow, and they wanted to learn it the is way, 
you know, the Hawaiian guy. The Hawaiian, yeah. And I said, well, those aren't exactly the chords as I remember, but let's do it. Let's learn it. How it let's find some, some way that it was written and go from there. Well, I don't read music, and I saw I... I kind of sat down with the guitar and started thinking about how I would play somewhere with a rainbow, and it just kind of it just kind of came through. It just it just one of those lucky moments, you know, where I got most of the chords right the first time, and I got the rest of them right the second time, and then I called Kevin for the mystery chord, and we got that one right. And so, we so, were set. so your version is it uniquely it's, yours? It's, well, it's just an ear version. But what I'm getting at is that the doggone song is such an expression of hope and and optimism, you know. And we all go through times where maybe you, you think you, you, you're losing hope. I know I have been through those times. And for some reason, that song resonated with me. And the odd thing that happens is now, I, I, just as a fluke, I was on stage. I'd never been in this part of the world before in Belize and in, in Honduras. I didn't know any of the audience, and that's always a little bit unsettling because I'm a hometown boy. I know I'm usually know some of the people in the, in, the, in the house, you know. And I started singing that song. And all of a sudden, everybody was singing along. I didn't have to ask them, I, you know. And that has happened now twice. And I'm not trying to promote that activity. I'm just saying that I, if I, I haven't heard people sing along since I was at a Pete Seeger. Concert. It's 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 organic. People felt like singing along. Well, you know. So you hit a chord. It's like you're you're connecting. That's exciting. Well, it's, it's you know it's funny about knowing the words. When I was doing stage work, we did Miss Saigon. It was a brand new show. Nobody knew the songs, you know. And I think it was Maryland Sound, big major sound company came in. Beautiful, beautiful equipment, beautiful sound in the Broward Center Performing Arts, which is a great venue acoustically, theatrically, in every way. It's a beautiful venue. And people kept walking out going, ah, the sound is terrible. The sound is just terrible. I cannot understand those words. Really? A couple months later, maybe it was six months later, whenever it was, same sound company, we do showboat. And people are walking out going, God, that's the best sound. I could understand every... I'm thinking, you've known these words. Yeah. You know, you haven't been exposed to Miss Saigon enough times. It hadn't been on Broadway, off Broadway, touring or not touring, a bus and truck, whatever. Then you know the whole show. And if the sound is awful, I got news for you, you're still going to enjoy the show. Yeah. You're still going to know the words because they're hardwired. And and, and, and and that's what seems to have happened with... It's a familiarity. It makes you enjoy the show a I, lot more. It, it, it touched a chord with me. I was feeling that way at yeah. the time, and uh, and then we got the whole ukulele club playing along. And you know, and I so guess that that just it shows you how difficult it is to to play new music, to be an original songwriter, to to get people to listen to original music. I, that's that's much more difficult. Well, we can all attest to having heard some very wonderful originals, yeah, music, and some very unwonderful. <laughs> original music over the years. You know, it's just the way it works. Bobby Ingram is here. His new CD is called Postcards from Coconut Grove. Is it uh, in the stores? How can people get a hold of it? It's on Amazon, and it's on iTunes, and it's being sold out of the back of my car. <laughs> <laughs> and are you playing around town? <laughs> yeah, I'm going down to Scotty's right now to play with Kevin. Let's play another song. What song uh, gets a good introduction here? I'll play the first track. I a, love a little it. bit of Br rain? It's got Bryn singing on it with me. Okay. Well, it's a father's dream. Hold on. Is Bryn your daughter? Is she a professional musician? Does All she day do long. that? Oh, really? Um, she doesn't characterize herself as such, but it's kind of in her blood. It's hardwired. Because you've been singing all your whole life. She grew up around the corner from Fred Neal. It's hard to get away from it, you know. 
Okay, so tell me about a little bit of rain. Who wrote this song? Fred wrote it. Fred Neal. Fred Neal wrote it. Was it here in Coconut Grove he wrote it? Um, I don't know if he wrote it in the village or he wrote it in the Grove. Okay. It's been around. I love the song. Well, tell me quickly, uh, were you the one who invited Fred Neal down to South Florida? No, it was Vince Martin. Vince Martin. Vince Brown. You invite, did you invite Vince? I know, how did Vince get down here? Vince came down on his own. Okay. He had bought two... He had made a lot of money with Cindy O'Cindy. Cindy O'Cindy was really... Bought a couple of fishing boats, tried yeah. to set up a charter business. That didn't work out and was singing in a bar across the street from the Playboy Club when I went in one night and heard him. And that's how it started. And that was... The and I didn't go... I was on the ships. I was on sailing for mobile oil. I was on tankers and I didn't go back. It's kind of like AWOL and getting away with it. Bobby Ingram, and you were, you're the history of Coconut Grove. We're talking about the 50th anniversary of the flick 50 years ago. I didn't plant the first coconuts, Michael. You didn't plant, did the, plant the first coconuts. <laughs> but the music, the music is alive and well, thanks to Bobby Ingram. And this is A Little Bit of and Rain. And you. Okay. My well, friend. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, this is A Little Bit of Rain by Fred Neal, sung here on the new CD, uh, Postcard from Coconut Grove by Bobby Ingram. Bobby, thanks so much for coming by. Thank you, Michael. Just a little bit of rain 
little bit of rain.